Hello and welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here on the Boink Network Discord server and on YouTube and Twitter? Twitter, yeah. (laughs) Join us every other Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Boink Network Discord server or at these usual spots where we talk about all things Boink. Uh, This week we are finishing our discussion last week that was begun on the Boink Census that the Science Commons Initiative and our, our, our main man, Delta, here put together. Um, and yeah, that's, that's that. Take it away, Dr. D. <laughs> Dr. D, all right, Dr. D is here with a new drink. Uh, the D stands for drink, by the way. <clears throat> hey. So <laughs> uh, I have a new oak. I found it in Woolies. There you go. I've gotten the blur to stop working, to stop blurring out. Oh no. Yeah, it knows that there's commercial branding in here. I have the Oak Splice. For those of you that don't know, the Oak Splice, or rather the Splice flavor, is a famous ice cream here in Australia that has a nice sugary coating on the outside and a nice creamy vanilla center. Um, as per usual with Oak flavors, I have to read out the blurb. Hungry Thirsty wanted a quiet summer escape, but Oak Splice Pine Lime has been waiting by the pool, feeling right at home. Don't be fooled by the hint of vanilla. It's packing a full-on pineapple punch to the face of Hungry Thirsty before squeezing lime into the wound. No more pining for flavor. What do you think of that? (laughs) I mean, they're good at writing. Yeah, and they're good at partnering up with like various different things that are iconic to Australia. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for those of you that can see, it's green. It's like gross green, like yucky green. Like you, you guys can see this, right? Yeah. It 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 does not look appetizing. Hold on, I got just the dog picture for you. It, yeah, it. it, it... It's not look appetizing. It does not smell appetizing. It smells it smells very it smells like lime. I don't know why you would put lime in milk, but here we are today. Uh so let's take a let's take a taste. Oh, I can definitely taste the lime. Um it is quite creamy. You can taste the vanilla. Ugh. Okay. If you want a uh, rating on this one, it's better than... Um, it's definitely better than the Jam Ball Donut Oak. <laughs> that thing was horrible. Um, it's it's definitely better than that. Um, I can't remember any other oak flavor. Probably, probably put it behind. I know I've had some M milk by the Moo Company, um, which was the like Zupa Duper flavor. I'd say I'd put this on par with the Zupa Duper flavor. The Zupa Duper flavor was pretty awful and like chemically, but it was bearable. This one is kind of bearable after you drink it a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> It's not particularly great. Um, any other thoughts on the drink? Any other questions? Um, Sugar content, maybe? 
Yeah, 60 yeah. Grams. Hit me with the sugar S- content. 60 grams of sugar in this cotton. Um, so that's like 60% of your daily intake. Um, but it has pretty much your entire, the entire daily intake of calcium if you drink this, which is good. That is really good. Mm. Uh, it may contain gluten. What a weird thing to maybe contain in a beverage. <laughs> uh, anyway, shall we get onto the news now? Yes, please take it away. I must. My my throat hurts, guys. I'm out. <laughs> okay, no worries. I can I can handle most of it unless you want to talk about uh, the Boink Web Store a little bit. Uh, sure. So the Science Commons Initiative has launched a Redbubble web store with all your favorite Boink swag. And I mean, there's just like a couple projects up there, but uh, anything purchased on the web store proceeds go to our Boink Development Fund. Uh, I, I think some projects get 50% of the proceeds. Well, all projects are guaranteed 50% of the proceeds, but most projects just donate that back to the, the Boink Development Fund. Use the development fund to fund bounties in the Boink ecosystem. Uh, yeah, so check it out. I don't have, you can go to the sciencecommons.org and find the shop link. I don't have the link on me right now. Yeah, I'll be sure to put it in the, um, I think the description of this video or um, whenever the podcast gets released, I know I can add links to it. So I'll probably add it into the links. Um, but yeah, uh, the two things I highly recommend with this web store is the Dennis at Home pajama pants <laughs> and the Athena Map of the Internet t-shirt. I have the Athena. I've actually bought two Athena Map of the Internet t-shirts because the first one was too small. Uh, but it definitely looks like I got shot. It's also very cool and I enjoy wearing <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta get one myself. To answer your question, Weber, uh, we have contacted as many projects as we can. Uh, not super communicative, but you, dear Cruncher, if you want to see swag from your uh, project up there, we need permission from the project. We're not going to do it without their permission. So have them reach out to us, and we will do our best to get some swag for them up there. Cool. Um, yeah, I can pretty much handle the rest of the news. There's only two other items, really, unless you want to consider uh, the discovery of a 12-digit factor yet again by the WAMLESS project. <laughs> How many times? Uh, there... Oh, let's... Okay, we've got we to get how many times. Um, has been found by the project. Almost 400,000 times. 398,822. That's a lot of times. It's pretty good. Also, uh, Sim at home has been putting out a couple posts. As far as I could read from the translations, it has something to do with the NVIDIA GPU work units. Um, so if you haven't heard about Jurassic at home in a little while, probably a good idea to check on it and see how it's going. Um, so yeah, uh, on to some more important news. Um, ClimatePrediction.net is, uh, or rather wants to create a new sub-project. So uh, the new project is called Storms. And uh, they aim to investigate how low-pressure systems may change in the future. For those of you that don't know what a low-pressure system is, uh, it is um, basically a weather phenomenon that um, 
mainly causes disruptive weather and storms and rain and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, so the project aims to uh, investigate how low-pressure systems move across Europe, specifically. Um, with low-pressure systems, yeah, they can be very intense at times, and going into the future, especially with climate change, wondering how these low-pressure systems may change, maybe where their path might change, maybe how intense, changing how intense they might be, how much rain they produce, uh, and so forth. Uh, so they want to do a very controlled investigation into these storms uh, and, yeah, basically run a whole bunch of weather simulations. So if you're keen on climateprediction.net, uh, I'll give you a bit of warning beforehand. This is quite an intensive work unit. So we're talking six hours of runtime on a modern CPU. The amount of RAM that it needs is approximately seven gigabytes at, at most. Uh, it will be using 354 different files the model output is 16 megabytes per step and that means total output and upload size of 1.5 gigabytes per work unit um, the checkpoint size it is almost a gigabyte as well um, so yeah keep that in mind um, foxy in the chat is asking is it 7 gigabytes per task or multi-threaded they do not specify, so I cannot tell you that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, seven gigabytes of RAM is pretty big. <laughs> I mean, I got uh, I got thirty two gigs of RAM in this computer, in this little beast. Um, but yeah, seven gigabytes is uh, yeah quite a bit. Um, and yes, it is an SSD killer. It will be outputting 1.5 gigabytes per work unit with 800 megabyte checkpoints. Crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. So make sure you check your settings before you, um, before you run this project. Um, yeah, I, I'm just scrolling down the forum. There are a couple of people who are reporting on the metrics. So if you're more interested, check out the news post from climateprediction.net. Um, you can get more information on um on the new project that they're starting all right final bit of news uh SETI at home has released some news wow uh we haven't heard from them in a while so uh SETI at home is announcing a new citizen science project uh out of ucla the uh, Citizen Science Project encourages participants to help identify and classify types of radio frequency interference seen in the data that they've taken at the Green Bank Telescope. Um, this is an important step in identifying any signals that don't look like RFI. And this brings up another topic that I've talked about ages ago. Zooniverse. For those of you that remember Zooniverse, um, and for those of you that don't, it's a project that um, basically facilitates um, volunteer science. So uh, basically you come on, read some rules and how to do things, and then you just go in and start um, basically contributing your time to saying, yes, this is an RFI, no, this is an alien signal, or this is from a star, or this is from whatever. It could be from anything too, not just SETI at home. I've seen some projects uh, identifying animals. Um, 
identifying bacteria, drawing over things. It's really cool what Zooniverse can do. And I highly recommend that if you're interested in SETI at home, you check out Zooniverse and help them with their um, workflow that they got going uh, for identifying radio frequency interference. Um, so yeah, that concludes the news, I think. Uh, you got anything else, Jeringo? We got nothing. Cool. All right. I'm going to start screen sharing. Uh-huh. This one. Allow. All right. There we go. You want to chuck me on the, on the screen there? Cool. All right, great. We're here. I'll zoom in a bit. Okay, so where we left off was just after whether we support uh, Boink projects financially and non-financially. Um, so let's move on to Boink Origins. So we asked a couple questions about Boink Origins, namely, uh, when did you first hear about Boink and where did you hear about Boink? So um, upon looking at this data, I know that uh, definitely this question should be changed in the future. Because <laughs> basically what happened was we put just a big combo box um, from everything from 2002 all the way to 2022. Um, and uh, you can see on this chart that they're, the majority of people filling out this poll are Boink veterans. So um, yeah, uh, these were the people who stuck with the project in its initial phase and um, were there since it started, since uh, SETI at Home first started and Boink didn't even exist. And uh, yeah, that makes up the majority of our uh, respondents by the looks of it. And then going onwards from there, it seems about average kind of just, there's been no kind of growth or any particular periods in time where people heard about it a little bit more. You could probably say that COVID in 2020 may have um, spiked it a little bit, but it's not significant enough to say that, that, that that's the case. So, uh, interestingly enough, um, not too many people put 21 and 22 uh, for, the, uh, for the year. Uh, but either way, what, what I'm going to be doing with this question uh, next census is uh, putting it into much bigger bins. So maybe uh, one thing to say, oh, before 2002, 2002 to 2010, 2010 to 15 or whatever. So, yeah. Um, then uh, let's talk about how people first hear about Boink, and then we can discuss a little, a couple things. So the majority of people put not sure. Um, a lot of people put other. Uh, and then followed by that is a web search, then the news, and then a friend. Uh, if we take a look at the other options, I think, um, yeah, majority of responses are linked to SETI at home when they first moved to their own Boink, um, to the Boink system. So the majority of people that put other uh, were actually the Boink veterans. Um, there was someone who actually quoted that they found Boink actually mentioned in a school textbook. Uh, if you want to go and find that data point yourself. Uh, and there are a few people, um, I think, who mentioned that they wanted to find what they can do with old computers. 
Um, and so they basically just searched it up and Boink showed up pretty much. So um, that's one thing we could probably think about in terms of discoverability and SEO. Any thoughts on this particular set of data, Jeringa? Anything interesting you find about the year that people joined? Jay Ringo, are you dead? Mostly. I'm, I'm uh, telling you, I'm not going to talk. Okay, no problem. All right, I'll continue. If anyone else in the chat has any opinions or wants to share anything, wants to know anything, just let me know. Um, too bad, Jeringa, you can't have any of this lime milk. It, it will clear your throat. <laughs> I wouldn't love it. Yep. <laughs> Um, okay, project administration. So I asked a few questions in the Boink census on how um, Boink projects can improve themselves. And uh, yeah, let's just get straight into the questions. So we asked people where they seek help for Boink problems. The majority of people go to project forums. Um, the next thing is that people do web searches. Then they go to the actual official Boink forum, then the official Boink website, um, and then uh, several chat groups uh, remain the lower one. So Boink, a project forum seems to be the most dominant uh, feature, and that's where people get most of their help for problems. Um, and also keep in mind that uh, these graphs uh, came from multi-select boxes. So someone could put down project forums and then also put down chat groups, for example. Um, okay, so how do you want to hear about Boink and uh, different things that are happening within a project. I was kind of surprised by this. The majority of people want to know about Boink in the Boink Manager. Uh, I don't know if um, some of you listening here have ever gotten a little notification in your Boink Manager in, I think, the like news section or something like that, where a project just puts up a little bit of information and um, bam, there you go. Um, you know what the project's doing. So probably a good idea to urge project admins to do this a lot more because um, I know that um, personally I haven't seen one of them in quite a while actually. Uh, the next thing is just the project web page and then there are a lot of people who also mention that they want to hear about things via email which is really interesting because I know personally I really enjoyed going through the newsletters that World Community Grid put out when they were doing newsletters. And it seems that a decent amount of people do want to be notified about things via email, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then followed by that forum posts and social media. All right, and now we start to talk about what the most important aspects of a project are. And by far, the most important thing is work impact. People want to feel that the work that they're doing has an impact on the world uh, and actually does something good for the world. Uh, followed up by that is frequent results. Um, so basically, as soon as we complete a whole bunch of work units, we want to see, I don't know, maybe a progress bar or a, um, a paper as soon as possible or a discovery. Uh, and publishing these discoveries seems to be quite important. So these two things are the very um, highest part of this, um, these graphs. Uh, all have to do with being able to report results and reporting them promptly. Um, showing your users that they've made a discovery makes them want to keep crunching, makes other people want to keep crunching too. So 
Uh, I think that's an important takeaway from that particular graph. Uh, and everything else seems to be approximately even. People like active staff. Uh, people like that it's not for profit, open source, and so forth. Uh, we also asked people what fields of science they want to support using Boink. And uh, I'd say there weren't any like particularly like um, significant results here. Generally, kind of everything was about um, sort of the same. Um, there were a lot of people I, I saw in the uh, other section saying all of them. <laughs> so uh, I hope that they actually selected all of them. But yeah, the top three, anatomy, space, and biology. Uh, so human uh, projects, uh, projects that research uh, the human body, uh, space projects, and astronomy, and then biology like uh, plants, animals, and uh, microorganisms, uh, and probably um, protein folding too. <clears throat> uh, were there any other things here? No, I don't think so. Um, Oh, yeah, a few people said that they want to study AI and machine learning, uh, and a couple that want more rendering farms like Burp. All right, have you ever wanted to start a Boeing project? I definitely put yes. I want my guttering project. Um, so only 8% of people who did this survey wanted to start a Boeing project. And the biggest difficulties that were pointed out by these people were tech skills. Uh, and then followed by that time as well. So uh, yeah, this comes with the problem saying, okay, yeah, creating anyone can create a Boink project, anyone can do um, whatever they want on Boink, but do you actually have the expertise to set it up? Do you have the time to set it up? Do you have the resources to set it up? Um, so, Maybe one of the new initiatives uh, that might be coming out soon called the microgrid might be able to solve and alleviate some of those issues um, because no longer would you need uh, tech skills to start a point project. So, um, yeah, that was a particular takeaway from there. Um, documentation appeared in the top problems. Uh, so maybe an improvement on documentation would be good too. Um, yeah, and another problem that might have popped up is also people saying that they have uh, too much or too little data. Too much meaning that the hosting cost would be too too much, and too little data meaning that it won't be. It's not enough data to be worthwhile for a joint project. So um, those are also problems as well, which might be solved by microgrid. All right, let's take a look at some of the miscellaneous questions, some of the other things that I thought might be helpful to some people within the community. Would you point more if you were paid? Now, the actual wording of this question was different in the, in the census. I had to cut it down just to make it fit here. Uh, but generally, 46% uh, of people, almost 50% of them, almost half, said that they would crunch more, they would do more boink work if they were compensated. An additional 33%, so a third, were on the fence about it. And uh, a solid 21% said outright, no, I wouldn't be doing any more point crunching if I were being paid. So if you want to approximate it, about, uh, what have we got, 80% um, of people are 
considering uh, doing more blank work if they were to be compensated. So that might be an interesting metric that people might want to look at. Um, surprisingly, two thirds of people know that uh, they can be paid for crunching boink. And this includes whether it be cryptocurrencies or not-for-profit organizations rewarding people, um, charity engine even, um, if you want to consider that. Um, so yeah, uh, people do, generally, um, people do know that they can get paid for their crunching. Um, so yeah, uh, that's an interesting part on the economics uh, within Blink. Uh, let's see what else. Do you use any other distributed computing platforms? I think I'm going to keep this question in the next census as well, because it's interesting to see what people can come up with. Um, so I neglected to put in distributed.net because I'm quite familiar with distributed.net. Um, however, the majority of platforms is that uh, people don't know any other platforms <laughs> that they use for distributed computing. Uh, coming in second is folding at home, probably the most obvious choice, then Dreamlabs, and then other results. So among the other results, there are quite a few interesting things. Uh, and I think I remember talking about this uh, in a sneak peek, I think, a little while ago on a different Bunk Radio. Distributed.net appears in one of in uh, a number of the uh, other results. Uh, for those of you that don't know Distributed.net, um, basically YoYo at Home piggybacks off of this. Uh, they do OGR, which is probably one of my favorite projects. Um, then uh, they also do other things like, uh, I think, the RC5 challenge. Um, and also, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think, I think that's it for them. But yeah, they've been running for a very long time now. Another one that people mentioned was uh, GIMPS, uh, which, is, which stands for the Great Internet Mercenary Prime Search. This one is another ancient one as well. I'm pretty sure this is before uh, Boink was even invented or even SETI at home. Um, so, yeah, if you want to check out this project, they have T-shirts. <laughs> um, so, uh, yep, check that one out if you want. That's another good distributed computing project. This one was interesting because Sheepit is very, very similar to Burp. And they pretty much do almost the exact same thing again. So, um, yeah, you could take a look at their frame rendering power. They compute 6,900 frames per hour, which is cool. Um, and, yeah, if you're still interested in uh, render farming and burp, then you might want to check out Sheepit. Uh, and then finally, Learning Arm, which isn't really a uh, Boink project or a necessarily a distributed computing project, but it is essentially kind of like a platform. So Learning at Home is a library pretty much for decentralized deep learning using PyTorch, which means that you can leverage the computational resources of other computers around the world in order to train your language models or just any models uh, using PyTorch, and then Petals, which basically um, runs a 100 billion plus um, vector uh, nodes, I think it is, 
um, language model pretty much um, on a decentralized network. So if you want to check that out, that's pretty cool. I've, I've looked at it a little bit. Um, but yeah, that pretty much uh, concludes the census. I've got a whole lot of improvements that I'm going to add for the next census. If you think that other things can be added for the next census, uh, feel free to uh, send me a message. Or even um, at the Science Commons Initiative, we have a Git uh, a GitHub page. You can leave an issue um, saying that you want something fixed for the next census. But going through everyone's feedback for what they said could be improvements for the census, I've tried to include as much reasonable stuff in here as possible. And I'm always open to hear improvements. So um, let me know if um, you have any feedback for the census. And I'd also like to mention that the Boink workshop is uh, almost ready to be announced with the speakers and schedule. I think we'll double check Boink workshop uh, because I'm going to be one of the speakers. Yep, still waiting to come. I will be one of the speakers at the 2023 Boink workshop. I'll have to wake up at 4 a.m. to do it. <laughs> Uh, and I'm praying that my internet works this time. So um, wish me luck, everyone. But yes, I will be presenting the Boink Census at the Boink Workshop next week. Um, and yeah, hopefully some of you can be there. Um, go to boinkworkshop.org to stay tuned. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to present this. It's an amazing product. Elsa, you did so good. Thank you, thank you. I've already, when you were presenting it, I'm like, oh, I'm giving a presentation soon. I'm going to use this this part of the census to prove my point. <laughs> I love it. Which part in particular? Um, would people pay more or boink more if they're getting paid? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like 80% essentially like, yes. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we can't say that 80% is essentially yes because a lot of people want to know how. Um, but, uh, yeah, essentially the target market for, uh, essentially the target market you could say for, um, rewarding people for doing point crunching is about 80% of the community based off of this sample. Um, yeah, cause this sample is in no way scientific at all. This analysis is in no way scientific at all. Um, so this is just simply presenting the data using pie charts and cool eye candy. <laughs> I'd be interesting um, to see that question asked to people who don't already boink. Yeah. Because <clears throat> specifically this um, census is meant for people who do use boink. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that'd be an interesting thing to think about. Okay, um, looking at the chat, um, am I firing up OGR again? Maybe. So, um, because YoYo at Home has suspended OGR, and I'm not sure if distributed.net is loading up another OGR again, I will probably be looking to do it myself. Um, and it's going to be something that I might be working on in my spare time to uh, find OGR. I think it's 20... Um, <clears throat> 29, I think. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so we've already done 28. Uh, 29 will be the next one. 
because I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist. Yep. So we just caused a PHP error. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I want to do OGR29 if distributed.net doesn't already do it. So yeah. Uh, any other things that we should probably talk about? We don't deserve you. <laughs> I think you deserve some antibiotics for that sore throat, though. Oh, I've just been talking a lot today. I needed a freaking hard candy. I would <laughs> drink the crap out of your green magic milk or whatever the frick that stuff is. Yeah, I need something to drink because I'm not going to drink all this. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> um, yeah. Stay tuned for Census 2023. That'll be sometime in November. Um, and yeah, keep an eye out for the Boink Workshop. Hopefully you'll see me there and I won't sleep through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I guess we'll probably just end the, end the show here. I'll stop Bye. Yeah. See you, everyone. See you in two weeks for the next Boink Radio. I think by that time we'll be, would that be done with the second Boink Workshop? Yeah, it would be. So we can do a full recap of the Boink Workshop and uh, pray that I will get up at 4, 4 a.m. every Boink Workshop just to watch all the things and give you a good summary, unless you're going to handle that chair. Uh, I, I might on the 8th, I can't on the 1st. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll do the 1st and you do the 8th. As Deal. I sound. Cool. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a good one. See you next Bye. time on the Radio.